SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast discusses topics which are relevant to the everyday lives of seniors and their caregivers. We are joined by experts who share their knowledge on a variety of issues. SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast offers solutions and resources to create the best quality of life as we age. And now, let's welcome your host, Darlene Mahoney. Thank you for joining us on this episode of SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast. Our podcast can be listened to and followed most anywhere you enjoy music or podcasts, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even Alexa, and many more. And please don't keep our podcast all to yourself. Share with a senior or caregiver who you think will benefit from the support that we provide. I am your host, Darlene Mahoney, and I am excited to share the news that SeniorLivingGuide.com provides a one-stop shop to finding senior housing, including independent and active seniors, a new home while providing an excellent resource to assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, or even home health and caregiving services solutions, and one easy-to-navigate website. So visit SeniorLivingGuide.com today. And I would also like to thank our podcast sponsors, Parish Healthcare and Parish Medical Center. At Parish, they offer the Parish Senior Consultation Center and Parish Senior Solutions, where each patient's evaluation and follow-up care will be personalized to meet the needs of the individual and their families. At Parish Healthcare, we believe in our community. We believe in keeping our community safe. We believe in the art of healing. We believe in healing patients, healing families, healing communities. We believe in the best and brightest working together for the common good. At Parish Healthcare, our team focuses on you as an individual because every life is a work of art to us. Parish Healthcare, where the art of healing comes to life. Visit parishhealthcare.com slash health aware for a free health risk assessment. And today we are joined by Laura Felger. Laura is the Community Outreach and Medicare Advisor for First Carolina Care, a homegrown insurance company in Pinehurst, which is Southern Pines, North Carolina. Correct. All right. Perfect. She has been in the Medicare business for almost 10 years, getting her start in Nebraska and slowly making her way to the paradise of North Carolina. She prides herself in being a professional Medicare translator, taking the complicated insurance language and lingo, which it totally is, and that's what it seems like sometimes, and making it something everyone can understand, pairing for Medicare, or as she likes to call it, prepare for Medicare with flair. And today we're going to really talk to the person approaching that 65th birthday, or if you're deciding to retire, it's really a 10,000 foot discussion of the basic parts of Medicare and the things you need to start thinking about when you start shopping, because you really do shop for Medicare. We are super excited to have you on the podcast today, Laura. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. It's a Real pleasure to be here. I'm a podcast junkie, so getting to be on one myself is really very exciting. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm a junkie myself. I'm a kind of a crime junkie, along with Senior Living Guide as well, .com podcast. I love this one as well. It's right up there with my number one. So what uh, do you want to share with people who are eligible for Medicare? So starting may- maybe more with the basics. 
Sure. First of all, happy birthday if you are approaching your 65th birthday. And you probably were made well aware of that about a year ahead. Uh, about 64, 63 and a half, I bet your mailbox really started filling up with with all kinds of, of flyers and information and welcoming you to the potential of joining Medicare. Person preparing to turn 65 needs to know is that their enrollment actually begins three months before their birthday. A person can begin to make some decisions. It's a seven-month process. It's called your initial enrollment period. Again, it starts three months prior to your birthday, uh, the month of your birthday, but you also then have three months on the back end to make that first decision on how you're going to enroll in Medicare or not enroll in Medicare. And we'll get into that a little bit, but if you're still working, uh, which I plan to probably still be working when I turn 65, there are some things you do need to do and you don't need to do, and we can talk about that. But um, that seven-month stretch, those are the people I'm trying to reach today and just kind of talk you through some of the basics. Okay, very interesting, because if you enroll, you just kind of get your ducks in a row on kind of what you want to do, and you can literally enroll three months prior to your 65th, but it doesn't kick in till your birthday. That is correct. So if you enroll three months prior, uh, it would start on the first day of the month of your birthday. Okay. So if you were born, let's say today is your birthday and it is the 14th of June. If you enrolled in May, your coverage would start June 1st. June 1st. So you get a few bonus days. Yeah, you get some bonus days. If your birthday is June 1st or July 1st or August 1st, you actually get to enroll the whole month ahead. So you would jump up to May 1st. So there you go. It's always nice to get a little something extra, extra, right? Correct. Exactly. So we know that there's always like the basic Medicare, but that's not where it ends. There's always something extra that you have to consider outside of what is considered. I personally don't want to call it free because you've been putting in your whole life. Most people have, but it's not always going to cover everything that you're probably going to need. That is correct. There are various pieces to Medicare and what I call the original, original Medicare is the basic. And you're right, you do pay into that your whole working life. Basically, the rule is if you've worked 40 total quarters or your spouse. So if you've never um, actually been in the work world, but you were in the um, taking care of your kids in your family world, you do qualify if you or your spouse has worked 40 total quarters which is 10 years total, but it doesn't have to be all sequential. It can have breaks here and there over the course of your life. But once you've achieved those 40 total quarters, you do qualify for what's called original Medicare. And that is Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. Medicare Part A is your hospital coverage. Medicare Part B is your doctor coverage. So it's the two pieces together. Uh, Original Medicare together, A and B, covers about 80% of your expenses and it does not cover your drugs. And so those are the items where you're like, well, how am I going to pick up that other 20%? How do I want to structure that? Also, how how do I get a drug plan? And that's where what I call shopping comes in, and you need to be looking at uh, private insurance to provide you with those coverages. But A and B, at 65, you will qualify if you've got those 10 quarters, and you would be automatically enrolled if you've already taken your Social Security, which you can do at 62, or you can go online and enroll at 65. Yeah. And we all know that the prescription side is super, super important because prescriptions are very expensive. It doesn't even matter 
what you get. It just seems like everything has a high dollar amount attached to it, even if you're not getting brand name. And then typically when you do get prescriptions, they're not short term. It's not like you're getting an antibiotic. You're going to be on it for a couple of weeks. And then um, that bill per se is going to end, especially as you get older. If you get on a prescription, you might be on that prescription for very, very long term. Um, and then sometimes you have multiple prescriptions. So having a really good prescription coverage would be very important. Absolutely. And as we get older, we tend to get sicker. Um, You may find yourself at the age of 65 on nothing, not requiring any kind of medication, but that could certainly change over the course of your life on Medicare. And I do remind people that going on Medicare at 65, you have the potential of having Medicare as the insurance you've had the longest of your whole life. The drug coverage is vital early. And you need to kind of plan ahead for what might be. Also, if you do not take your drug coverage when you're first eligible, which is usually during your initial enrollment period, unless you've got coverage in other places like at work or you're a veteran, you will be penalized for every month that you go without. There's an assessment that's going to take place for every month you as an individual have gone without it. And so let's say four years down the road, five years down the road, oh boy, this drug that I've got to go on is really expensive. I better enroll in a drug plan. Well, you're going to be facing a several month long penalty um, that will never go away. It'll be added to your premium for your drug plan and will be there for as long as you're on a Part D plan. So people that decide to add drug plans later outside of their enrollment period, those are the ones that are going to face that penalty. That's super interesting. That's not something that I had either heard or picked up on. I did not know that. You know, it's kind of like the way we think about car insurance. We need to be planning for what might happen versus our situation today. So if I could pick up car insurance the minute I had a car accident, that would be great and not have to pay all those premiums into car insurance for the right to use it should something go wrong. It's really the same concept with Medicare um, drug plans. Or like when a hurricane's coming, oh, there's a hurricane out there in the Atlantic. Can I get some hurricane insurance now? Probably not so much. <laughs> doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Yes. And I've heard people actually think that you could do that. And I'm like, mm, living in Florida, we hear that a lot. So that last minute ditch effort to see how far that hurricane has to be out before you can call your insurance company. Not such a great idea. So let me ask you this question. If you decided, you know, you're getting your Medicare at 65 and you decided, well, I, you know, I'm super healthy. I don't need the drug coverage, but now I'm 70 and now I'm going to start needing it or I think I'm going to need it. So that is a really large penalty because you've waited five years. Yeah. Count the months. That's what 60 months times, you know, 30 to 40 cents a month, but you times that by 60 months, you're looking at some significant penalties. If you don't make that decision early uh, when you first become eligible. Now, we've talked about that initial enrollment period. That's the best time to be doing that and either securing a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare supplement and adding a drug plan. But if you're going to continue working, and I want to make that point clear, if you're 65 and you're still working and you don't plan to retire, if you have a drug plan through your company's group coverage, you can stay on that drug plan and not be penalized until after you've retired and left the company and left that coverage that you have at your place of business. Um, they need to be called creditable, C-R-E-D-I-T-A-B-L-E, creditable coverage. That's hard to say. But most uh, group coverage plans are creditable according to the Affordable Care Act. 
The other piece I think that I want to point out, because I live in North Carolina and I'm very close to some very large military installations, uh, is that veterans who have veteran coverage and their families who have TRICARE for life, those drug plans qualify as well. And they do not need to add an extra drug plan to their coverage because they get to keep their veteran or their TRICARE for life. Nice, nice. That's really great. It's a good thing that they're able to provide that to veterans and their families, for sure. If you have any kind of health savings account, how does that affect anything that you're doing currently or are going to be doing with Medicare? Well, I think the important thing is to stay up to date and in communication, especially if you have a health savings account with a large enough company make sure that, that they are aware of when you're planning to retire. It is my understanding that you need to stop contributing to a health savings account up to six months prior to your retirement if you have a target date on your retirement. And paying into your HSA is really something relatively new to the retiree. I think it's been in the, the group insurance world for a while, but those front-end people that first started to take those are now starting to retire and they have kind of nice little nest eggs built up into those HSAs because they have earned interest over the years and have accumulated based on whether or not you've had to actually spend anything out of it for your health care. You get to take those with you into retirement and into Medicare, but only for certain things. So the HSA is going to help you pay for your drug costs. Um, and it's going to help you pay for your Medicare Advantage, but it will not help you pay for any premiums on a Medicare supplement. So they're vital to have, but they need to be phased out as you prepare to retire. And the IRS is going to figure that out one way or another. So it's best to go ahead and be kind of ahead of the game and know, okay, six months from now, I'm going to go ahead and retire. Hopefully, you'll have that much control or you just don't, you know, rage quit one day. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm 65. I'm out of here. Um, But to plan for those things ahead of time and work hand in hand with your human resources office to make sure that you're disentangling yourself, so to speak, correctly to make sure that money is there and ready to go. Uh, when you make the switch over to Medicare in full retirement. Yeah, those are some really great tips because some people do have money saved in there and it is good to know that you cannot use them on premiums, but you can use them on the extra bills that you would get from any services that you would use um, for healthcare and those pesky prescription costs that you would incur. Let's take a quick break for our podcast sponsors, and then we're going to go into when you do need those additional parts to Medicare, what to look for, who to talk to, what would be a good fit for you, and the best questions to ask, because not all providers are the same. So we're going to talk a little bit about that after the break. Hey, mom, how's retirement home search coming? Oh my gosh, I'm just so stressed out. I don't even know where to begin. Well, why are you so stressed? What's the matter? I just, I don't know where to find anything. I just need everything in like one place and know what all the options are. Does the idea of searching for senior housing seem overwhelming? And you just aren't sure where to even begin? SeniorLivingGuide.com has great news for you. We offer a one-stop solution to take the stress out of your senior housing search. At SeniorLivingGuide.com, both our statewide Florida edition book and website are created to make your senior housing search very easy for you to navigate. We provide details on communities, including retirement, assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and home health, allowing you to decide which best fits your needs and then connecting you directly with those communities. Visit us online at SeniorLivingGuide.com. 
Parish Healthcare, we believe every life is poetry in motion, motivated by strength and determination. As your bone, muscle, and joint healthcare partners, we believe in blending the art of healing with the science of medicine to keep your body in motion. We believe in healing patients, healing families, and healing communities. For a free orthopedic health assessment, visit parishhealthcare.com forward slash ortho aware. Parish Healthcare, where the art of healing comes to life. Once again, thank you for joining us on this SeniorLivingGuide.com podcast. And we thank our podcast sponsors, Parish Healthcare and Parish Medical Center. And we are back with Laura. And we're going to talk a little bit more about finding someone trustworthy, a trustworthy agent or an insurance company to work with that can better assist you in finding the supplemental insurance that you need for your Medicare. And what questions are Good to ask. So give us some tips on that. Well, as we mentioned uh, before the break, Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B sort of happen automatically. Uh, You earn that privilege, so to speak, over the years that you've been working. But there are two things that you need to, I guess I would say, shop for or make some decisions about on your own. And this is where I really think Medicare is wonderful because it's very individualized. You can make decisions for yourself that maybe your neighbor would not based on your health situations, based on your neighbor's health situations, based on a lot of different lifestyle um, issues. Picking the right supplemental or Medigap policy, picking the right drug plan, picking a Medicare Advantage plan is very personal. There is going to be a lot of noise around you while this is happening. My encouragement is think about how you prefer to shop today. If you are someone who likes to form a relationship and likes to know the person um, that you're dealing with, even on your homeowner's insurance or your car insurance, how you shop for groceries, do you like those markets where you know where the food is coming from? Do you want to shop local, so to speak? Then find somebody local who can guide you through the process. And here in the Southeast, there's lots of good independent insurance agents out there that are going to represent more than one plan and can really lay out who you are, what you need, and then make a recommendation based based on your individual needs. You know, I'd like to say, come to me because First Carolina Care would like to do it for everybody, but that's not how it works. And that's not even the way I do business. I do believe in that independent insurance agent who's really going to spend the time. If you're an online shopper, there's plenty of opportunity there as well. Medicare.gov, write that down if you're listening. Medicare.gov is a great place to just plug in. They've got great logarithms where you plug in your drugs that you're taking now, you put in your zip code, you put in your age, you put in what you're interested in seeing, and they will list things out in order based on what their bots working behind the scenes are going to guess your future medical expenses are going to be. So Medicare.gov, great resource. Any of the websites for insurance companies that you've done business with in the past, whoever you have your group coverage with today, they may have a great Medicare Advantage or Medicare supplement that you can just stay with the same company because you like them and are loyal to what they've done over the years. Yeah, I think that's really great. I know that any conversation that I've had with anyone in the senior resource industry, Medicare can just be confusing. And even working with my dad, once he had dementia, I started getting all of his bills and working with his supplemental plans and things like that. 
it's just complicated. I don't know why everything has to be complicated, but uh, what's government? Why not? You know, so to find someone that's local that you do trust that you maybe already have a pre-existing relationship with that can sit down and explain it to you so that you have a clear understanding what you currently have, I think is, or what you are going to get, et cetera. I think it's so important so that you are not confused because once you've signed in to, or, or made a decision, what's the timeline that you are in that plan? The nice thing about Medicare, again, like I said, it it's complicated because every person is an individual and their needs are different. But um, every year in the fall, and the dates are October 15th through December 7th. And I remember that because December 7th is Pearl Harbor Day. So that's like uh, Pearl Harbor Day for me. The end of the annual enrollment period is a time of me to pause and take a breath because it's when it ends. But every year, that same period of time is what we call our annual enrollment period. And you can make a change. If something doesn't work in the course of a year, or your your lifestyle changes, your financial means change, something changes, you can make that change every year in the fall on your drug plan or on your Medicare Advantage plan. And that's good to know that you're not going to lock yourself into something that that's going to be frustrating over the course of your lifetime. There's always going to be that opportunity in the fall to make the change that takes effect on January 1st, that coming, that next year. It's also the time of year when the plans that you have, your drug plan, your Medicare Advantage plan, are letting you know what's going to change for the coming year. Those companies are required by law to say, okay, these are the major changes. And so that gives you kind of a heads up where you can say, oh, okay, that drug is no longer going to be on formulary here. I'm going to have to find another company because I'm on this drug and I need to make that change. So it is a two-way street. You need to be aware and, and looking for that information coming from your insurance company. And then you can decide, kind of do a review really and say, how's it going? Hey, everything's great. And I always tell people, if everything's great and you're still eating out, going to the beach, loving your life, doing everything that you need to do to stay happy and active as you age, do not make a change. Change can cause stress and stress can cause illness. So things go great, wonderful. But always do that review in the fall and make that change for the coming year. Yeah, and don't get hooked in by all those commercials and all the bombardments with advertisements and what happens in your mailbox when you go to open your mailbox and it's like you can't even get them all in your hand. It's true. We call that the Super Bowl season. That's what I call it for us. Um, that annual enrollment period is a big time of year for all insurance companies. I remember when I turned 50 and all the AARP stuff started landing in my mailbox, I was insulted. I did not appreciate. I know. I'm like, oh, I, I can relate to this. Yeah, I did not appreciate getting this, but I kind of feel your pain being 65 or older because that's exactly what's going to happen every year during this time. And you just need to learn to tune out the noise and know what you have, know what you like about it, know what you don't like about what you have, and then make a decision by wading through all that. But the noise can be overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely. No, I absolutely agree with you. So is there anything else that you think would be such a great share with our listeners today? Well, I just want to say I know that going on Medicare is is a major step. And it is 
overwhelming. I encourage you to shop for your Medicare the way you like to shop for everything else in your life. And try these companies out. Dial them up on the phone and talk to their customer service people who are answering the phone um, because it's going to be a real good tale of the tape, so to speak, as to how well you're going to be treated as a client. Are you feeling like they're connecting and listening to you? If you need recommendations for good agents in your area, I would start at your local, even your local senior center who have volunteer staff that can help help um, with some of that, but then maybe make a referral to an actual agent that's in town. It doesn't need to be a be-all, end-all. You have a year uh, to try things out. I do want to say, however, if you decide you want to keep working, you do not have to take any Medicare if you don't want to at 65. If you're still working and you have a group plan that lets you just stay on the group plan. And you got to ask that question though, because some group plans may ask you to go ahead and roll in A or B or one or the other. You can delay all of this. You can go into denial for another year or two and continue to work if, if you want to. Um, but you need to be asking questions from your human resources departments to make sure that there aren't just a few things that need to be done to keep you from getting penalized later. Right, exactly. Um, and I think even sometimes just to talk to people that are kind of in the same boat or a couple years ahead of you, maybe, and find out what their experience is. Are they happy with their providers or insurance providers? And anytime you can get a referral from a trusted friend or a family member, that's really great as far as like a contact. Maybe their insurance plan isn't the best fit for you because like you said, everyone is different. But if they have someone that's done a good job for them as far as communication and they've been able to correspond with them and been able to talk to someone and they're happy with that communication, that's like can be the very first step to a beautiful relationship per se, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you this. I am going to include your information in the content of every app. Any of our listeners are going to be able to get in touch with um, Laura and you're going to be able to visit her website at First Carolina Care. Let me ask you this, Laura. I know we didn't touch on this. Are you able to provide quotes outside of North Carolina? Well, that's sort of the, the beauty of the company that I work for and, and the reason why I moved here two years ago is that we are actually a, a, a small regional carrier. We are a full-service insurance company, but we do business in North Carolina only. We are owned by a health system called First Health of the Carolinas. We have a lot of firsts in our name, but we keep our businesses local and as close to the clients as we possibly can. And that includes the decision-making on, on how we design our plans and how we, we carry them out. I would be one of those shop local type people. So if you are listening in Central Carolina, North Carolina, all the way from Wake County down to the border, that's who, I, who I'm who i here to, to help and, and happy to do so. Perfect. Well, I absolutely and thoroughly enjoyed this podcast and talking with you today, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. I just, I can't believe it. I did my first podcast. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. And yes, I am a, a true crime junkie as well. And I could, we could go on for another hour on that. But thank you. And again, uh, to all of you that are approaching uh, what I call your magic birthday, happy birthday. Embrace it. You're about to enter into a wonderful phase of your life. With just a little bit of planning and some good shopping, you'll find some partners for your healthcare that'll take you forward and just make it a pleasant experience. And I honestly, I learned so much. I felt like I had learned a lot about Medicare and I really didn't, but now I do. I know so much more. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to jump on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you consume music and check out some of our other podcasts. Mm-hmm.